Welcome to Behind the Black Curtain, an inspiring podcast that follows the story of Nikki Rowland's incredible journey. Join Nikki as she inspires other single women and single moms to be courageous and continue to persevere through their own life journey. Together, we will learn from Nikki's success and struggles as we create a tribe of women committed to finding freedom from their past, purpose in their present, and unlocking the potential for the future. Welcome to Behind the Black Curtain. Hey babes, welcome back to Behind the Black Curtain. It's your girl, Nikki. And in today's episode, I want to just update you guys with where I'm at currently in life in this situation. The last time I gave you guys an update, it really wasn't a pretty one. <laughs> I was sharing, I was sharing with you guys the fact that I was going through a lot mentally and emotionally and how I had days where I felt like I didn't want to get out of the bed and it was hard for me to even get up and go work out and things like that because my emotions were just up and down. It was on a roller coaster. I was going through a lot. Now, there's something that I mentioned in that podcast to you guys that I kind of just like skated over, but I want to share a little bit more with you guys uh, regarding that topic because it played a huge role with how I was feeling emotionally, my view on life, and so on and so forth. So in that podcast, I did mention to you guys that I had a little breakup, a little heartache, heartbreak that I was dealing with, and I basically was like, but I'm fine. And... <laughs> I want to just share with you guys right now um, what I've learned from that only because it plays a huge role with the good news that I have to share with you guys today. Um, and I, I think it's something that many of you can learn from as well. So let me just briefly tell you about this relationship and this heartbreak. I'm just going to make it really quick. So at the time when I was going through this entire process, I was in the middle of the process and it was just before I realized like, yo, I'm going to have to just move in with my ex and, you know, stay here until I can figure things out. Things were just falling apart around me. And I had shared this story with you guys already. I was losing everything and I could not figure out how to make make it stop I couldn't figure out how to get any help there was like no resource like y'all when I tell you it was basically like God saying like nah girl you're not gonna <laughs> you're not gonna figure out your way out of this one because I need you to go sit down somewhere like that's honestly what it felt like anyway this particular person came back into my life probably halfway through this process and this is someone that I've known for a couple years now. We've we have history, okay? We have history with each other. And this person came back in, and at the time, I honestly felt like this is somebody that I truly care about, and I I love this person. I still love this person. Well, he came back in, and of course, he was very sweet, saying all the great things, and just came across as if he had changed. And I mentioned that because I'm, I'm a woman where typically I don't give you a second chance. When it's done, it is done. And the reason I operate that way is because by the time I say it's done and I walk away, I done gave you enough chances to fix the ish. <laughs> it's either that or you are blatant with the fact that you don't respect me enough for me to even sit here a, a second longer. Like the respect that I have for myself, it just won't allow me to do it. 
as much as I may love the person and as much as it may hurt me to walk away, I would rather you rip that bandaid off of me and me ball out, (laughs) get all the emotions out right then, heal and move forward than to do like a slow peel and torture myself. I I can't do that. So again, it's one of the two, right? You're either, I'd be either giving you chance after chance after chance and I'm like, yo, this is not working, so I'm out. Or you are blatant with the disrespect or however it is, right? So I don't I don't go back. I don't second chances. This particular person, <laughs> I gave another chance. And I did so knowing that I did not feel 100% sure of doing this. And the reason I didn't feel 100% sure is because of the space that I was in. I'm like, yo, I have enough that I'm dealing with already, okay? Like, I'm about to go move in with my ex-husband. I'm losing everything. I'm trying to figure out my life. I'm obviously going to have to rebuild my life again. And it's like, do I really want to bring someone into my space right now? Because I have all this that I have to deal with. And then, you know, y'all know relationships take up time, take up mental capacity emotional capacity like you have to have a certain mental and emotional capacity for you to be in a relationship and be a healthy participant in that relationship and so I was just really nervous and reluctant about it and not only that but I pride myself on being an independent woman not because I'm like I'm an independent woman I ain't need no man no baby I, I need a man okay <laughs> I need a man. <laughs> I'm not one of those women, but I do pride myself on being able to say, I can stand on my own two feet, baby. Like, I'm going to be fine either way because I have learned um, from my marriage that it is a risky situation for you to put yourself into where you are solely dependent on anyone. And that was something that I said I would always, I would never do again. Not saying that I planned on being dependent on this person that came in, but I just want, I just felt more secure about who I I am as a woman when I'm able to say, baby, I got my own. Okay. So anyway, I reluctantly decided to open up my heart and give this person another chance. And I'm going to blame my best friend. And I know she's going to listen to this. She's going to listen to this. But girl, I blame you because I, I told you like, girl, I don't know if I like, I don't know if I should do this right now. And also just because I didn't know how this relationship would turn out, it just seemed promising, right? But you just never know. And so for me, it's like, if it doesn't work out, that would mean that I would now have to deal with a heartbreak on top of dealing with getting my life back together and she was like girl no you deserve this like you deserve to be loved you deserve this attention like this person loves you and honestly if if y'all would have seen how the man was treating me and behaving you would have been like oh no sis this man love you you like you're good so I opened up myself I let the person in and everything was going great and it was beautiful and I honestly felt like you know what yeah I deserve this like because right now this is the peace that I need in the storm this is the joy that I need this is the love that I need right now because I'm not I'm not receiving any of this. Like I'm just basically trying to figure out life day by day. And so it was like my escape. Now the issue is when I get into a relationship, I am a person that you're going to be loved on, okay? You're going to be loved 
on. You're going to be made to feel like a king. You're going to know how appreciated you are because that's just the, the woman that I am. That's just how, that's just me, right? And so I was... I opened up myself to this person. He opened up himself to me. But at some point, I could tell like something wasn't right. And ladies, y'all all, we all have this intuition. It's just that I believe majority of us want to like ignore it. But I'm one of those women, I can't ignore it. I can't, like God won't allow me to ignore it. <laughs> God will not allow me to ignore it, like in all honesty. And so, you know, I could just tell like this person's attention was shifting and, you know, communication was was dropping communication is a huge thing for me if you can't communicate baby don't even come into my presence okay like I, I don't have time for it so, um but all of that was shifting and of course I mentioned it the person basically was like very nonchalant about it and it, it basically came across as you're gonna get what you get you know I have a busy life and this is what you get and that relationship ended abruptly okay literally went from spending an entire weekend together to oh we're done type of thing and that's just long story short but if you guys can only imagine to have such an abrupt breakup imagine how gut-wrenching that is how heartbreaking that is and me having to deal with that on top of the situation I'm in right now was a blow out of this world for me it was so painful and I was already having a hard time with you know mentally being in this space and I told you guys I had to start therapy I was like speaking to my therapist weekly to now have to deal with this on top of it and that is what played a huge role in me feeling like some days I am completely fine and some days I don't I don't know what this is like what is this life right now right for somebody to come in and I feel like it was love bombing now that I look back at it like for someone to come in and love bomb you know what your situation is have a history with you know the type of person you are know your kids I was hurt but also angry with God and just like God like why why did you let this fool come back like <laughs> I really was like, why did you let this this man come back? Like I was good. Y'all, I have been single for a while and I was in a place of this is what it is, right? And then when everything started falling apart for me in 2022, I was like, yeah, I don't even need nobody coming around me right now because I need to get my ish together. So for this person to come back in, I was like, yo, God, like I talk to you every day. I pray every day. Like, what's what's the what's the dealio? Like, why did you let him come back in and do me like this? So I had days where I was upset with this person. And, you know, when you go through a heartbreak and a breakup, like you'll have moments where you're like, oh, I forgive the person. And then you'll have moments where it's like, <laughs> Oh, the thoughts, <laughs> the thoughts that come into your mind. But then I had a revelation where it was just like, I'm holding on to resentment. I'm saying I forgive because my thing is I need to forgive quickly so I can move on. But there's resentment that I'm feeling and not only towards this person, but I realize I'm feeling the resentment towards God because I'm like, you're, you're, you were supposed to protect me from this foolishness. And I had to let go of that. And so that's where my eyes begin to open to the lesson that I actually needed to learn and the 
lesson that I was being taught in this moment. I want to share with you guys the steps that I took to improve my mental and emotional well-being because y'all, when I tell you the space that I am in today mentally and emotionally and, and spiritually is like on another level. That girl that made that podcast two, three weeks ago or however long ago it was where I updated you guys and I'm like, it's painful. I'm not that girl anymore. Like I was very intentional about my healing. I was very intentional about hearing from God because although I was angry with God and I felt like you should have protected me from this. Yo, I, I played a role, right? <laughs> I played a role. Like God did not say, girl, go be in that relationship. I went outside of what I said I wanted. I said that I didn't think it was a good time. I said that, you know, I was afraid to open up myself and then have to deal with this on top. And I went against my better judgment. I went against my better judgment because I was in a very vulnerable place. Not saying that this person manipulated me into being into the, in the relationship, but honestly, if I had taken more time to think about it and think clearly and really sit with God with it, I wouldn't have moved forward. I would have I would have given myself more time. I would have honored myself and the space and the season that I was in. So the steps that I've taken to help improve my mental and emotional well-being with everything, not just this broken relationship, but this broken life <laughs> that I'm trying to piece back together is of course you guys already know I've been doing my therapy sessions and I've gotten so much better you guys that I literally was doing therapy every week on the dot okay every week I was talking to this therapist to we're doing every other week now and honestly when I talk to her again we're gonna just push it out once a month um, because your girl is good I'm in a much 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 better place but yeah therapy has helped me oh my gosh so much she confirms things for me that I I already knew but maybe I second guess myself because I felt like I was being too harsh you know sometimes we're afraid of coming across as a itch y'all know what I'm talking about and so we we kind of like lower our boundaries and our standards so that we don't come across as that person but then you don't honor yourself when you're doing that and something that I've learned well, I'm going to get to what I've learned eventually. But so therapy has helped me, of course, seeking God. After I got past being upset with God, I, <laughs> I um, got intentional about hearing, hearing what God is trying to tell me because there is a reason I went through that heartache. Like y'all, when I say gut-wrenching, gut-wrenching. And it's like, okay, what is the lesson that I need to learn here? So with me being intentional, you know, I was already, I already had a relationship with God. So I would always get up every day and pray. But I, there were days where I was just like, God, thank you for today. That's it. Like, I'm mad at you. <laughs> but I got to the point where I was like, no, I need to be intentional. And I need to sit down and hear what God is trying to say to me. And what that looked like was me even doing a social media fast. And I just took like three days where I... I just logged out from the world like I'm not on anybody I'm not looking at no YouTube videos I'm just in my own world and I want to hear God and then I also took the time to sit down and forgive myself so I have a tendency where I'm like I forgive the person whoever has hurt me because I don't I don't like walking around 
holding a grudge like to me that just takes too much damn energy it just takes too much energy i ain't got time for it right and i don't want to give you that much power like i think that's crazy i want to move on i want to get you out of my head out of my mind out of my heart and i want to move on but the issue comes in with forgiving myself because I then turn it around like, girl, why did you let this happen? And girl, you know that this is what you want and you expect. Why did you let this happen? And girl, <laughs> this is what you expect out of a relationship. You lowered your standards. Why? So I was angry with myself and I had to, I had to focus on doing the work to forgive myself for letting myself down bump what he did bump me feeling like he let me down that man honored himself in a relationship despite how i how it made me feel he honored himself like sis why didn't you show up doing the same thing right that's the question i was asking myself so those are the steps that i took as far as my mental and emotional growth and working on that and now let me tell you guys the lessons that i learned number one <laughs> I learned that I wasn't honoring myself and I mentioned this earlier and this is something that my therapist pointed out to me and this is something that God revealed to me. Now, I have certain standards with the people I date. I have boundaries. I know the type of person I want. And I, I think at the end of the day, the person has a really good heart. But there were just certain things that I knew for me, I needed more of. I'm a woman with a very strong spiritual life. And when I say spiritual life, I'm talking about I believe in God. I believe in Jesus. Okay. And I'm a woman that talks to God every day. I'm a woman that gets prophetic dreams. I'm a woman that gets prophetic words to give to my friends. I'm a woman that hears from God. Like I seek God for his guidance. I know that I personally need a man that has a relationship with God and he don't have to, <laughs> he doesn't have to get like prophetic dreams like I do, but I need him to be, I need him to have his own personal relationship with God. I need him to be a man that he can hear from God to however God speaks to him, right? Because God speaks to all of us in different ways, but I need to know that you can hear from God. I need to know that you seek God. God on a daily. I need to know that you seek God to lead you. I need to know that in this relationship with me, you are seeking God to know how you need to show up for me, how you need to lead this relationship. Because of, as a man, I want you to lead this relationship. And so for me to be with someone that wasn't aligned that way, that was me dishonoring myself. That was me lowering my boundaries and my standards to not come across as too stiff or too harsh. But then it it just dishonors me and it allows someone to come in that shouldn't have been in that space. Now, I do believe that this relationship has helped to push him a little bit closer to God because I would have these conversations with him where I'm like, yo, you need to go talk to God because I would actually have dreams where I'm being told like this man needs to get in front of God. So I do believe that it helped him in that way. But for me, it was it was hard because I'm like, how are you leading us? Like, what, what are we supposed to? Oh, I don't know. Like, I don't know. I haven't heard anything from God yet and you know that's the responses I would get and I'm just like yo like no so yeah I had to learn to honor myself not only that there were certain things that he would do again I'm big on communication anyone who is in a relationship that they plan on this being something long term 
how do you not <laughs> how do you not know the significance of communication you have to talk to the person so you know to have somebody that's saying like oh I go to school and I go to work so I, I don't really have time to call you huh excuse me <laughs> I'm like, wait, how do you say you want to be with me? How do you say that you love me? How do you say you want this? And you're planning all these things, but you don't have the time to pick up the phone and talk to me for like a couple minutes in an entire day. I don't care how busy you are. I've dated other men that have gone to school while working and have kids and this has never been a thing. So things like that where this person is like, oh, okay, well, that's just the best that I can do. Basically saying like, I'm not going to try. I hear what you're saying, but for someone to know what you need in the relationship to feel comfortable and to have them basically say to you, well, yeah, uh, no, this is the best that I can do. For me, I'm just like, okay, well, I'm out, you know, <laughs> like I'm gonna head out. When you're having to ask for the bare minimum, ladies, it is a huge flag that is time for you to walk away with your dignity. Like for me, you ain't got to tell me more than once. And I know you guys have all heard the saying, never make a man tell you more than once that he does not want you. And sometimes when a man is telling you that he doesn't want you, it doesn't necessarily come out as him saying, no, nah, I don't want to be with you. It can look like something as simple as, yeah, I don't have time to even talk to you for a couple minutes in a day. And so for me, you don't have to tell me more than once. Yeah, I may be hurt when I leave. And again, I just rather you just rip that taped down band-aid off of me. Just rip it off and have me scream that one time, get it out, get it over with, than to slowly peel it off and torture me slowly bit by bit as you go. And again, God never allows me to, my dignity, I, I can't. Like he will not allow me to sit in, in anything like that. I have no problem leaving no matter how much it hurts. So that's what happened with that. I realized that I was not honoring my Myself. I just gave too much of myself to this person. And that's another thing that I learned is that my boundaries and my my standards, they protect me. They keep me safe from allowing somebody in that can't handle what I have to give. And when I say can't handle, for me, I'm a person when I am in a relationship, I am... I, I don't like to have to feel restricted and like I have to hold back and I can't show you all of me and I can't really be myself because I'm afraid. I don't want to be in a relationship like that. So when I'm in a relationship and I feel like I can trust this person, you're going to get all the love. You're going to get all the words of affirmation. You're going to get all the affection. You're going to get all the support, all those great things. And so this is where my boundaries and my standards come in to protect me from people that don't deserve that. Honestly, they don't deserve that. They don't have the capacity to receive that and give it back. They don't have the capacity to receive that and respect that. They don't have the capacity to receive that and realize how blessed they are to have any of this poured into them. All right, I learned that I was not honoring myself. I learned the importance of my boundaries and my standards, but I also learned to start loving myself again. Not that I stopped loving myself, but I wasn't fully in love with myself like I should have been. And this whole heartbreak 
and healing process has opened my eyes to the fact that I need to just focus on falling in love with Nikki despite what my outside world looks like despite the fact that I have to rebuild my life like I still love and respect and honor myself and I need to focus on falling in love with Nikki because Nikki is a dope chick okay when I say Nikki is a dope chick I am saying this in the most humble way but in the most bragging way as well because I know the type of woman that I am I know how supportive of a woman I am how loving how caring how attentive how I can be people's biggest cheerleader how comforting I am for others how intelligent I am how funny I am how fun I am to be like I know who I am as a woman I'm not gonna sit here and play dumb and I I think that's an issue that a lot of us women have we have a hard time saying I know who I am we say that but we don't actually sit down and write out or list out all the qualities that we bring to the table because a lot of times when you start mentioning like I'm this I'm that and I'm not talking about no money that you make or no degrees I am talking about your character who you are as a woman who you are as a human being who you are as a mother we don't list these things out a lot of women want to stick to the money that they're making and the title that they have at their job but when you get to the core of who you are and your characteristics and you can brag on how dope you are as a woman it is such a freeing place for you to put yourself in and that's where I'm at when I tell y'all during those couple weeks I think it took me like two weeks to get over it (laughs) but it was like two painful weeks right and not saying like I just completely forgot about the person or whatever like the person will pop in my mind once in a while but I'm like God I just want to be in love with me I like help me to see myself the way you see me honestly I sat down and I was like I want you to show me who you see when you look at me you know who do you say I am and if God is saying that I am precious that means that I am not to be taken lightly you know I am a prized possession so if I'm a prized possession baby come on you gonna have to step your game up (laughs) you cannot you cannot try to give me less than the bare minimum and think that you're going to be able to stay in my life so I learned to fall in love with myself and I remember praying and I had a long prayer that I was saying I was praying for like seven days straight I wrote out a prayer and in this prayer I asked for a few things I'm not going to go into too much detail of the prayer but the things that I some of the things that I was asking for was for peace I asked God for peace y'all like I will ask for peace. I ask God to open my eyes, give me wisdom and revelation. And then I ask God for community because I need community. I don't really have that right now. But y'all, when I tell you God answers prayers, God answers prayers. And I think sometimes we have to just be intentional about hearing God and be intentional about doing the work to heal and to be and to rebuild and to be okay with isolating ourselves sometimes. A lot of us run from isolation because damn it it is uncomfortable it can be uncomfortable but if you can learn to fall in love with that process and learn to fall in love with the woman or the man that you are becoming in that process y'all when I tell you the freedom that you feel like the joy the peace like the serenity honestly that is how I feel I have not had a day where I'm just like, 
subconscious I want to get out of bed I may be lazy like like on the weekend this past Saturday I actually just like stayed in my bed all day only got up to eat <laughs> and came back into bed and watched tv or whatever but those are days where I just feel like my body needs to rest. But outside of that, I haven't had a day where I'm crying and I'm in bed. And no, my living situation hasn't changed. But just the fact that God answered my prayer, the part where I asked for wisdom and revelation, the part where I asked him to bring me peace in my heart, the part where I asked him to show me how he sees me, the part where I asked him for community, y'all. So there is something that happens when you start to work on yourself and you fall in love with you and you fall in love with your process like your energy just naturally shifts and you may feel it because you feel more upbeat and just loving yourself and you in a whole vibe but you'll realize that when you go out it is attracting people as well like people pick up on it you're gonna notice people just like staring at you checking you out smiling at you like it just brings a whole different aura and I'm just I'm just happy right now. So as far as the community, I am meeting people and it feels good. And I recently just met someone um, at the gym, actually, and I went out with this person just like we met up for some coffee and whatever and chit chat for a bit. And I asked God specifically to bring people in my life that love him, that have a relationship with him. But not only that, but I want them to be people that I can be friends with. I can laugh. I can be myself. And I'm seeing it starting to happen. Like I went and I met with this person and we actually just bonded off of like the fact that we know so much about fitness and the, the bodybuilding industry and whatnot. But meeting with this person and having this person teach me about God, <laughs> teach me certain things, open my eyes to certain things was like, oh my God, so refreshing to me. And as I was speaking to him, he said to me, you're going to see God start to shift things for you. And he's bring, he's building your community for you. Y'all, I got chills all over my arms when he said that, because I'm like, sir, you don't even know. <laughs> you don't even know that that was something that I specifically prayed about. And so I just wanted to share this update with you guys. I'm just in such a, a great, great space. My mindset has shifted. My spirit has been lifted. There's peace in my heart. I am so optimistic about the future. I feel elated. I just feel the presence of God with me on a regular and I love myself. I'm in love with Nikki. I am in love with my my process and just watching everything unfold and I feel good. I feel good. I'm at peace in the present moment while still working towards my goals. So that is pretty much it for today's podcast. I wanted to just share the good news with you guys and I hope that it like uplifted you guys as well. I had so many people that messaged me. I was like, girl, my God, I cried while listening to the podcast where you were updating us because I didn't realize you were going through so much. And I had some women telling me that they felt like I was telling their story because that's what they were going through. So I hope that this podcast episode helps you to realize how things can shift. And it really has to do with our mindset. And it has to do with us being willing to do the work, being willing to learn the lessons, being willing to say, okay, that didn't work. I can let that go. Let's find out who I truly am. Be open 
to the change instead of fighting against it and be willing to forgive yourself in any area where you feel like I dropped the ball and I brought this on myself. Y'all, we're humans. We all have moments in life where we're going to do things or we're going to put ourselves in situations where when we look back at it, you're like, girl, man, I knew I shouldn't have done that. That was on me, but it's okay. You're still precious to God. You're still important. You're still worthy of love and everything is going to be okay. So with that being said, that is it for today's episode. I just want to encourage you guys to just continue to focus on your own journey of self-love and embrace the process, whatever your process is right now, whatever your situation may be, however hard your journey may be, if you can focus on putting self-love at the forefront of your mind and just giving yourself grace and doing the things that make you feel good. Like y'all, my daily schedule, I have included self-care in it. I have a daily schedule. So my day is lined up from the time I wake up to the time I go to bed. I have what's going to happen at each hour. And I have included an hour every day where I'm not going to do nothing but focus on me. That is my self-care. That is me loving, being intentional about loving myself. And that doesn't include me working out y'all. Okay. (laughs) Working out is separate, but I have an hour where it's just it's about Nikki whatever Nikki wants to do to make Nikki feel good so I encourage you to try that as well and I want to give you this final thought before I go this is a little snippet of one of the emails that I sent out to my women's group I said sometimes an answer to a prayer may come in the form of inner peace strength or clarity y'all I got all three okay but anyway sometimes an answer to a prayer may come in the form of inner peace strength or clarity these are gems we should celebrate because they are signs that God is still working in the background to bring something even greater into our lives. So with that being said, thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. Definitely join me next week. We're going to be talking about mother-daughter, father-daughter relationships. And I'm just going to share with you guys uh, my experiences growing up and talk about the impact of a mother-daughter, father-daughter relationship, whether it's healthy or unhealthy. I want to talk about the impact that it has on our lives, especially my life so definitely tune in next week with that being said you know i can't let you go without giving you a scripture so here is today's scripture today's scripture comes from psalm 31 7 through 8 um this is from the niv version it says i will be glad and rejoice in your love for you saw my affliction and knew the anguish of my soul you have not given me into the hands of the enemy but set my feet in a spacious space and so the commentary for this is In this psalm, David prays to God for protection from his enemies and for deliverance from his troubles. In verses 7 through 8, David expresses his appreciation and gratitude for the love of God. He recognizes that in the midst of his affliction and anguish, God has been intimately aware of his situation and has been his source of refuge and strength. Listen to that, y'all. For those of you who are going through heartbreak or any other challenge, this passage serves as a reminder that God cares about us deeply and is present with us in our struggles. We can find comfort and hope in knowing that God has not abandoned us, but instead is working to bring us into a more spacious and free place. So as we put our trust and our hope in God, we can cultivate a sense of joy and gladness, even in the midst of difficult circumstances. Be blessed, y'all.